D&D After Dark is a Dungeons & Dragons podcast starring three semi-professional actors and full-time parents. Previously on Dark Was the Night. Carl Patrick and Jules Walker were relieved, but also disturbed, when they arrived at St. Paul's to find that Patrick's vision of carnage had been false. Their law enforcement friends were alive and well. They investigate Father Monaghan's quarters and discover missing evidence and proof of a break-in. They decide to make their way to the Indian Embassy to gather intel on the strange woman who seems entwined in several of their mysteries. Once inside, however, things took a dangerous turn. Will they escape with vital information, or will their investigation be cut off here? Find out on this episode of Dark Was the Night. Dynamic Inquiries Separated with naught but a door and a painted gin relishing in a fresh kill is all that divides the two of you. Carl, having recently dropped the facade of, um, oh lord, whatever your character's, uh, character's name was, um, Mr. Mishri Paddy. Mr. Paddy, yes, of course. Oh, Mr. Mishri Paddy. Um, Joshua remained outside, and of course, uh, you were able to just narrowly save Bill's life from being dragged into the confines of the, uh, the abyssal portraits. The painted gin has had one exit forcibly removed from the board as you were able to wield that, that eldritch energy once again, uh, imbuing your shots with it, though your sanity was above the typical thresholds necessary to wield these powers. Jules, having just narrowly avoided detection on a couple of different fronts, you find yourself ear pressed against the hallway, having been following the uh, individual who had been pursuing you, a quickly interchanging game of cat and mouse. However, the sharp squelching sound followed by the <laughs> and the unearthly screams and squeals coming from those other rooms has naturally put you a little bit on edge. Dynamic inquiries, at this precise time, we do not need to roll initiative. However, I would encourage you to have your combat abilities called up before <clears throat> too long. Patrick, you and Bill are pressed up against the far door that had first led you to the gallery. The door in which Jules and Bill had once exited now stands open, but between you and that portal. <sighs> Bits of cartilage and blood spew out from the corpse of the Indian gentleman as the painted gin uses its large mantis-like appendages to neatly slice and um, bisect, dissect, uh, completely uh, eviscerate the remains of this gentleman. For the time being, he seems focused on this meal. Jules, what would you like to start with? Um, okay, so it doesn't sound like it's directly outside my door? doesn't sound like it's directly outside your door. Okay, um, I'm going to quietly test the door to see if I can get out and okay. s see what's happening. Although this door was not locked before, as you grab onto the handle, there's not even a click. The handle's not budging. Okay. 
Patrick. <clears throat> um, I'm gonna say, Bill, now's the time. Into the hall. Into the hall. Quick. What? Well, quickly. Wait, Get in the hall. Very well. Ah. We're gonna stealth. Okay. Sounds like a plan. Ooh. That's not great for Bill. Terrible for me. It's a seven. Uh, seriously? Yeah. Well, he did better <clears> than you. Um, so let, let's see. I'm going to be rolling this with disadvantage because, as I said before, he's currently engaging in a, in a fine meal. Um, that's unfortunate, though. Um, as the two of you begin to just kind of creep by this large, shadowy mass of tendrilled shadows and viscous painted flesh. Um, it stops in its path. Sightless voids that have no eyes turn and creep towards you. Give me a dexterity saving throw as a bladed appendage comes <clears throat> flying out at the two of you. Um, he has uh, a something because he's next to me. Just a second. It's... Um... Is a plus two on his saving throws because he's within ten feet of me. Fantastic. The DC for this is ten. Okay, Bill saves. I save. Fantastic. Um, the blade <clears throat> uh, just barely glances over the top of your head. You see small tendrils of hair just kind of waft in the air as you just barely avoid meeting the same fate as the Indian gentleman. The two of you are now in the hallway. You may move your figurines accordingly. Jules. You um, do hear a muffled voice, which does... Oh, well, actually, no, he did whisper it. So, Jules, do you mind giving me a perception throw? Yep. Um, 22. Fantastic. Whew. Beautiful. Amazing. That was a really good um, first roll. Over the... You do hear the familiar, hushed, <clears throat> urgent tones of your partner. You know at least that the feast is not him. Um... How much of a gap is there underneath the door? Like just typical, like. Yes, very much, very much, very, very typical. So. So like. Half. Not even quite an inch, more like. Uh... Okay, I'm gonna pull out my bladed fan. Okay. And open it. And stick it through and wave it. Okay. So that Pat can see that that's where I am. Give Hopefully. me a perception check with advantage. Uh, do you want me to give a perception check or just do passive? Oh, give me a performance check. Okay. That's an excellent point, Mr. Patrick. Five. Unfortunately, I believe that that is below. Oh, oh, hold on. I didn't think about this before mm -hmm. I asked for the check. I'm not sure what you're um, I think for the performance check being what it is. Sorry, guys. I have an 18 passive. You have an 18 so. passive, yes. So having it try to meet yours would make no sense. Mm hmm. hmm. Wow, I did not think that through. Sorry before I asked for that roll. Huh. I'm a little rusty. It happens. A little rusty, my friends. Um, okay, we're going to call that a little bit of a mulligan roll right there. Um, I mean, I, if you want, I can roll that perception. I just didn't think that I was looking for that. No, 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 you're, <clears throat> you're absolutely right. Uh, we'll say that um, with the 18 perception, passive perception being what it is, I think, I, I think we're just going to pretend that that performance role did not exist, especially because you're not, you're trying, you're actively trying to get attention. So we're going to say that that role did not exist because okay. once again, I didn't really think about how that was going to work. Um, Patrick, you see the very uh, 
familiar glinted light of uh, candlelight reflecting off of the, the bladed fans, the custom concealed weapon that Jules had uh, put into order when she had begun her service as your ward. Uh, Bill uh, seems to be just be pressing himself up against the uh, back of the hallway as the painted gin begins to coming halfway through the door. Oh, it's coming? Okay, that's too bad. Halfway through the door. Mm -hmm. It seems to be Cannot see you at this point. Probably in time. at that sound, I'm going to withdraw my fan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, very well. Um, Jules, give me one more perception check if you don't okay. mind. I don't mind. One sec. It was locked. Okay. <clears throat> Wow. Not rolling hot? Not at the moment. I guess you need a break. Uh, that's eight. <laughs> oh. <coughs> okay, you're immensely lucky. Oh, good. Um, because she is not being cautious because, after all, this is her domain. Uh-huh. You begin to hear the clicking, clacking sounds of stiletto heels coming from behind you. Of course I do. You. All right, I'm going to hide. Okay, give me a stealth check. And... The the, the the room is largely as is, so... Um, so it looks like there's some stuff over here in the corner that I could probably just duck yeah, behind. There's the fish skeleton, there's the bookshelf, there's the table. Well, what's closest to me there? Well, closest to you would probably be trying to... Uh, table or the bookshelf. Yes, exactly. Uh, I'll go behind the, like, the bookshelf. Okay. I don't know. Whatever would give me the best hiding spot. It's hard for me to tell. That's very fair. Um, I think we're going to say that, like, tucking yourself into the shadows between the desk and the bookshelf okay. will give you the best benefit. Great. Holy that's crap. But that's a 10. <laughs> but that's a 10! Yes. Um, oh, my. Oh, my. Uh, all right. Uh, Where's the dunce chair? Um, that is an excellent question. Where is the dunce chair? Oh, over here. Our timeout chair with the little dunce cap. Your dice just do not wish for you to succeed. I mean, scene. my first roll was great. Warm them up? I don't usually do that. I did not warm up my dice, but that is only to your guys' benefit, I suppose. Um, maybe not Bill's, though. <laughs> the familiar figure of the mysterious Indian woman, the best identified as the Baroness, enters this small study. She makes her way over to this door. About halfway through the room, she stops. <laughs> that simply would not do. With a flick of her wrist, <laughs> the door slams shut, clicks. I will deal with you later. Pointing oh, in your general direction. Oh, dang. She proceeds to the hallway. Patrick, with you and with Bill, the monstrosity appears to... It's going to roll perception. It was almost an 18. It was not. 
blindly. <laughs> the two scythe-like blades come out. However, nowhere near you and Bill, who I assume have now been able to make their way probably as far away from that particular door as you would want to be in closer to where the fanned blades of jewels had been out mm -hmm. not a moment earlier. Um, if you mind scooting the monstrosity forward just a little bit more through the door frame. There you go. Perfect. Thank you. Um, the door opens. And it is not Jules that emerges. Oh, crap. But the Indian woman. Oh! Oh, Baroness! Baroness! Thank goodness! I, what is that thing? By all the hells, what is that thing? Calm yourself, Bill. Understand, Bravful. Nelalashin. She approaches the painted gin. Begins to coo lovingly. It's uh, dipped dome, uh, lovingly nudging, almost as if a cat upon its owner, a uh, a wolf pup nuzzling its mother, fresh from having delivered fresh meal, fresh kill. And as she is lovingly petting the side, she looks down and she goes, Oh, Rajit. Oh, you poor fool. Well, there was no way that you could know. Matters not. Um, oh, no! No, you drop Rajit right now! Now I see! half-eaten remains of Baljeet's head just hit the ground. Um, At this point <clears> in <throat> time, give me a sandy check. Nope, I'm... Yep, nope, been a while. Uh, that's 15. 15. You are more than okay. Um, <clears throat> I would like to... Um, uh... Like to. I'm trying to think which one I want to do. Um, I'm going to. Um, turn to. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna turn to Bill and say, in my Mishri uh, Padi voice, I'm going to say. Uh, those gazing into those paintings does quite a number on your mental acuity, does it not? I think I see where you're going with this, sir, and I think I enjoy it quite a bit. Please go ahead and give me a deception check. Understanding, of course, that the DC is incredibly high. Fairly high. No. Jules, while he is doing this, natural twenty. Natural oh twenty. <laughs> For a total of... 25. Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, this... <laughs> die. This die. Jules. I die. The floor is temporarily yours as the uh, horrendous screeching sounds become less and less as a maternal but stern Indian woman, uh, Indian uh, accent uh, emerges from the hallway. Well, I'm going to pop over to the door she just locked and see if I can unlock it. Great. Um, are you attempting to pick the lock or are you just testing the door? 
Oh, I'm tempting to pick it. Okay. Um, go ahead and give me a sleight of hand. Uh, do and you're proficient with thieves' tool because you are a rogue. Yeah. Um, so go ahead and sleight of hand with your proficiency bonus. Nice. I mean, I am proficient in sleight of hand. Oh, I'm yeah. still adding. Okay, great. I yeah, love that. That's what uh, I'm pretty sure. That's what thieves' tools is meant to do. Okay, great. So that would be twenty-one. Okay, and on any other kind of locked door. That would be more than sufficient. However, as mm -hmm. you uh, begin to insert your, well, Picks. tell me how does how do, how does how do, what is what does Jules utilize to pick locks? Uh, I think she has an actual lock picking kit. Great. Um, she doesn't really have hairpins in most of mm -hmm. the time now. Cause exactly. Yeah, lets it lets it down. Mm -hmm. Low braid. So, mm -hmm. um, she has like a little leather pouch of. Just yeah. unrolls it with the various yep. size. Yep. Different pins and rakes. Um, mm -hmm. Unfortunately, you are going to have to now remove thieves' tools from your inventory as you make contact and... I mean, I don't have to get rid of all my thieves' tools. How many do you have? Um, I have a small file, a set of lock picks. That's what I get rid of. A small mirror mounted on a metal handle, a set of narrow-bladed scissors, a pair of pliers. Very well. Your lock picks cease to exist. Okay. That's As the miasmatic green energy instantly corrodes and rusts away the lockpicks into nothing. Okay. Um, Bill goes, what? No, no, you, no, you, why are you using that accent again? Bar Baroness! And you see the Baroness turn, and she looks at you, gives you a smile, and the hooked armed monstrosity begins to retreat back into the gallery begins to go into its original frame and simply find another one taking its place once again in a different frame The Baroness turns to the two of you. She goes, My, 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 my dear friend Bill, I'm afraid that you are going beyond the scope of your duties at the moment. You are supposed to be outside with Joseph, are you not? <laughs> no, no, my, my Baroness, you, you, uh, this, this was, hey, hey, what? No, I don't, I don't understand. He looks back at you, Patrick, and he grabs you and he goes, You! You were talking like a Scot! Not not two seconds ago! It's very difficult. I'm sure uh, when you've seen a, a shock like this, that accents have very similar uh, cadences and, and tones. Um, because of your previous <clears throat> natural 20, this uh, deception check's made with advantage. Okay, 15. 15? Was it, was it just, it was just the painting? It was, it was just the, it's just, just. You know, Bill, I think perhaps you should take a couple of days. I clearly have been working you far too hard. After all, look at what you did to pour one of my poor paintings. But do not worry, I am gracious, and I will not have it deducted from your wares. Perhaps they help. 
would be as kind as to escort you off the premises. And she turns, looking through the open door. Great, I will come and escort the guard off the premises. Great. Uh, uh, I come in very, very sort of head down, hands clasped in front of me, very like a maid does. Excellent, my dear. Would you be so kind as to show Baird to the front door? No further is needed. Okay. All right, I'll take him to the front door. Excellent. As you <clears throat> are taking Bill, you see that Bill is just looking affixed at the floor where the modeled remains of Baljeet are still very much there. He's I'm losing it. It's good. There's no, there's no bodies here. There's no. Oh, oh, oh! Have you been working here long? I could have sworn you came in with the other man, but clearly the Baroness knows you. So um. Take some deep breaths. <laughs> open the door. A gentle rainstorm has begun during your time. Um, I have a serious moment where I consider bolting for it, but Patrick is still inside, so I will not. Excellent. I just <laughs> he grabs onto your apron, his eyes starting to look bloodshot, and although he appeared a young man before, you see that... <clears throat> fresh crow's feet, and his temples seem to be almost graying before your very eyes. Sir, I'm going to ask that you let go of me, please. <laughs> Give me a pretimidation. Uh, Give me an intimidation or persuasion check, your advantage, your choice. This is more persuasion. Uh, this is ten. A ten? This is going to be disadvantaged. Never mind. Not even necessary. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Joshua! Joshua, take me home! He stumbles a little bit as he makes his way through the courtyard of the Indian Embassy. Hi! Hi, Bill! Bill, what? Let's go! The door closes. Patrick. As Jules leaves the room with Bill, you are alone with the mysterious figure known as the Baroness. Oh. Um, insight. Go for it. 19. 19? Does she know that I'm fake? Oh, uh, 100%. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no uh, an excellent, <clears throat> excellent starting place. No, she looks at you and uh, if I'm remembering correctly, your sanity is currently in the 80s. 78. Seven, oh, 78. Oh. Mm. Yep. Um, she's looking at you, and this little smirk comes across her face. And she goes, That is quite the impressive disguise, Mr. Patrick. Why, thank you. Hmm. Tell me, did you ever spend any time in my corner of the empire. I've traveled abroad briefly, but not as much as I should have liked. Oh, of course, of course. Well, um, 
Let me clean this up, and uh, perhaps you and Miss Walker would be so kind as to join me in the sitting room. Down the hall, once you get to the study, it is the first door on the right. Please, make yourself comfortable. Cool, cool. And Patrick, with your passive perception, as you enter this room, you see what Jules had already found earlier. Uh, the open pages of the Sussex manuscript. Um, um, so I um, walk slowly back to the doorway and I just kind of hover there. Uh, to the to the of the gallery or of the excellent. Um, as you get to the door, you see that she is um, currently holding her hand in a strange malformed claw-like motion above the remains of um, Bajit. And uh, you hear her whispering in that kind of deep guttural tongue that had been echoing across St. James Park the night of the, uh, the seance. And your sanity is also above 75 at this moment, if I'm remembering correctly. As she breathes above the remains of Baljeet, I need you to give me a sanity check as the remains start to start to re-knit themselves together. Okay. Forty. Forty? You've seen stranger things mm -hmm. in the last few days. Granted, this is fairly high up there, but <laughs> you just saw, like, a, a weird paint demon thing. Actually, I don't think I ever did. Oh, that's very true. You did not. But you did hear it a man I get did. decapitated. I, so. I sure did. Um, and before long, you see uh, the head start to <laughs> grow and blossom from the next stem. And finally... <clears throat> No, 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 Paljit. You should know better than when Fiora was out on the prowl. Fiora wasn't supposed to be on the prowl at this point in time, my baroness. My baroness. With the little German there. Mm -hmm. And she goes, And that is why we must always be cautious, you know? After all, their instructions are quite severe. Any unauthorized individuals who cross my threshold are fair game. Do not get between Pharaoh, Pharaoh, and his prey. Of course, Baroness, of course, of course. Uh, and he turns and sees you over her shoulder in the entrance when he goes, Oh, Baroness! Baroness, she's... I clearly know that she is already there, Baljeet. Oh, I am... So would you, do you want me to, to stab her? That, no, Baljeet! <laughs> did, did I not restore enough of your brains for you to put two and two together? I'm sorry. And he just kind of like back backs out of the gallery. Patrick, you do hear the of a of footsteps making their way past the study before exiting in the opposite direction. 
Werner, come closer, Miss Walker. We have to go join Mr. Patrick. Okay. Um, I'll do what she says. Okay. As she is walking down the hallway, she looks you up and down. She goes, she's really, you, you two are very impressive. This is quite a disguise. I'm curious, though. What were you hoping to accomplish? Let's uh, wait until we're all together. I do enjoy a surprise. Patrick, as you are seated in this study, it is decked out in luxurious red velvet. Uh, there's gold trimmings upon each of the individual uh, accoutrements and the uh, furnishings. Uh, a very ostentatious portrait of the Baroness riding a tiger is uh, is forefront over the, the mantle of the fireplace. Not a whole lot of books. Not a whole lot of tapestries aside from the painting. Though, you do venture over towards one of the little writing areas in this study, to the left of the fireplace, and you see stacks of paper bearing marks that, in your very limited understanding, you know are not Hindi characters. It is not... They appear to be uh, scribbles, almost akin to Chinese and Japanese kanji, but there's more curvature and, and more sharp angles than are typical for that, and I do need you to give me a history check at this point in time. No, incredible. Seven. Hmm. That is unfortunate. Oh. Nothing grabs your attention. The door opens. Please, after you. I do not like walking and turning my back to her, but I will. Now that you are standing directly next to her, mm -hmm. this woman is tall. Mm -hmm. like you were not able to get that good of a bead on her in the night of the park, but she easily stands at six foot four. Um, close to, I, I believe, Patrick. I think I'm not tall, but still, I'm tall. Yeah. I'm six two. You're six two, so she's taller even than Patrick. <clears throat> and as you just kind of subtly look down at her feet, you see that the heels she's wearing are not tall stilettos. They add maybe an inch and a half to her height. Her frame is not wide. It is very much curvaceous, but it is... This is not a hefty woman, but this is a large woman. Okay. The term Amazonus comes to mind. Okay. Um, there are three seats available. There is the... Uh, the day bed, one of the luxurious overstuffed chairs, and then a kind of a half love seat, half double decker chair. Patrick, where are you seated? Mm -hmm. There's the day bed, double decker chair, and what was the other one? Just a simple uh, uh, 
Very plush armchair. I'll sit in the armchair. Oh, okay. actually, I'll, I'll take my cue from her and I'll stand at it. I'm not going to sit yet. Gotcha. Um, I guess I'll go to the, uh, not the daybed. Okay. The, the love seat? Yeah. Gotcha. And you see as she looks at the two of your choices and she nods and extends her hand and she makes her way over to the daybed and without a care drapes herself fully over it tucking her legs onto the side of it tucking them almost partially behind her one arm lazily drapesing over the the curved edge of it all she's missing are a uh, a clump of grapes and a couple of uh, fig leaves being waved over her, and uh, you might very well be looking at an Indian Cleopatra mm-hmm. with the confidence and unearthly beauty that is around this woman. Now then, I had been talking to Miss Walker in the hallway, but I decided I would very much enjoy it coming from the collective horse's mouth. I was under the impression that our brief meeting just yesternight would not be enough to have you knocking on my door quite so quickly. And the fact that you even were able to suss out that this is in fact my door is very impressive. So, Mr. Patrick and Miss Walker, what brings you to my embassy? We have evidence that you have tampered with a um, amount of evidence in a case that we are currently engaged with in St. Paul's. St. Paul's. St. Paul's. Hmm. Can't say it rings a bell. You and your Christians have so many saints that they are without name and without number, they might as well be that uh, that one man that you threw up on a uh, wooden slat for, uh, like, uh, for all the weight that his supposed saints have on me. But evidence, that is interesting. Give me a uh, perception check, Jules. Eleven. Eleven? This is enough for this. As she brings up one of her hands to her face, looking all very confused and... Oh, what's the what's the word? Just it seems to be putting on airs. She's making uh-huh. no, no even show of deception. Uh-huh. Um, her gloved hand has six fingers. And she's just idly stroking her chin. Hmm... Alas, I have been here all day. So, I do not know how you could possibly be tying me to such an event. Oh, one way there. Is it her right hand or her left? Currently, you see her right hand. One one piece of evidence that I'm able to connect you with is the book that's lying on your desk outside in the hall, which I gave to my friend, Father Monaghan, to translate, is now in your possession. That is very interesting because you see that book in that room is of my culture, is of my heritage. 
and is of my property. I didn't know that Latin was the language spoken in India. <laughs> Mr. Patrick, you are fast becoming a... Oh, what is it that you Englishmen say? A thorn in my side? If you're here for the book, I'm afraid you are out of luck, as that is very much firmly the property of, well, the authority that is granted to me by Queen Victoria. Hmm. Breaking and entering allows you the authority to steal property that belonged to uh, Lord MacDonald, was it not? Um, give me a uh, quick insight. 26. There's a twitch of her lips. Not of shock, of amusement. Oh, Lord MacDonald. Yes, good friend of the Home Secretary. What ever became of his two children, I wonder? I heard they'd been shipped off to the Americas after such a horrible travesty. After all, you cannot trust the help nowadays, butchering those two, four, fair, noble people. Lord and Lady MacDonald. Oh, they will be missed. Hmm. Oh. While we are discussing the nature, though, of crimes and evidence, I currently have two uninvited individuals. One in a very compromising state of dress. Uninvited in my home. Shall we speak? then of evidence and of getting certain authority figures involved, Mr. Patrick. As she leans forward over the daybed, Jules, now that you're on, on the note for it, you do see that her left hand indeed also has six fingers. I would strongly urge that you take this moment of my generosity and that you leave these premises. Do not be concerned. You will be a guest of mine soon before you know it. We have so much to discuss and to discover, but not today, not tonight, not in mixed company. Oh, Baroness. I must say, our paths are crossing more and more frequently than I would like. Adama. Baroness Adama Bat. We are going to get so much better acquainted. I feel it's only fitting that you refer to me in the proper, respectful way that a Scot of yourself would hold in high value. Oh, Baroness Bot. Thank you for your hospitality and your kindness this evening. Uh, 
you will notice that our manners and conduct are equal to your generosity. As this evening, we are in a state of truce. You say our paths will cross more and that we'll be guests of yours more. If you continue to interfere and tamper with the case, our active cases with Father Monaghan and Miss Britton, I don't think I will be a, uh, our, our next conversation, whether I be a guest or no, will be a friendly one. I can always respect a man who speaks his mind, Mr. Patrick. I would have no more influential touch upon Mrs. Britton. The only reason that I had given the instructions I had last night was simply because she was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Much like you, Miss Walker. Do not misunderstand me, child. You are an enticing flower in and of itself. In fact, I do see a lot of myself in you. But you are lacking that essential element that... Uh, well, I do not wish to say too much. I would spoil the surprise. I will simply extend to you a further generous offer. When the time comes that your guardian must come under my guidance, I'm going to ask that you simply bow your head and bow out. Or that very pretty neck of yours will see a very similar fate to Baljeet, only I will have no need to fix such a broken puppet. Tilda just look away and look at Pat and say nothing. Arden? She swings her wrist, and the door <laughs> opens. Before we leave, what's the nature of your relationship with Mr. Peabody? Her eyes go from wide and enticing to narrowed with a hint of fury behind them. Her neck snaps audibly in place. And there's a brief moment. Both give me a perception check. Seventeen. Beautiful. Uh, Twenty-three. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if a 17 was beautiful, a 23 <laughs> passes muster. It might have been a trick of the light. 
But there was a brief moment where the amber honey that makes up her eyes was replaced with a a glowing yellow and the pupil slit feline in nature almost before with another blink it is back to those very wide doe-like eyes Mr. Peabody hmm sounds like an inconsequential man Believe me, he is. Huh. And, uh, if I were you, I wouldn't go within a block of him. I will take this under advisement, Miss Walker. I thank you for returning my generosity with some of your own. Does that answer your question? Mr. Patrick. No, it doesn't. But I don't think you're going to answer any more tonight, are you? Oh. You wound me by giving up so quickly. I fear that if that is the best of your muster, the, the limit of your drive, that the coming weeks would not be nearly as enjoyable. Hmm. Wisdom check, just a second. Yes. Gun to her chest, right, right up to her and say, you want to see my muster? You want to test my muster at this moment? Having spent as much time around Mr. Peabody, you've grown accustomed to a certain uncouth reaction to things. A rosy glow comes over her cheeks. A heaved breath emits from her pursed lips, and she gently wraps all her fingers around the gun she moves it up to her head instead. And she goes, Oh, Mr. Patrick, please show me how long your drive is. Pat, don't. That's what she wants. <laughs> and you are accustomed to giving men what they want. Aren't you, Miss Walker? <laughs> she puts one of her index fingers in her mouth and just begins to chew absentmindedly on it. Um, I'm feeling stressed and unhinged. I'm going to um, uh, Fire with the with the gun next to her ear, not at her ear, just mm -hmm. so it's super loud. <laughs> right there. And, and I'm going to grab his wrist, which I have never done. Okay. And I'm gonna say, um, 
into her other ear. <laughs> Tinnitus. Mop. Mop. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh. No, sorry. Go ahead. So, um... Um... I'm going to say an earlier. I don't know what piece you and your freaks have have planned for me in your twisted game. Pat. You, you want me to be a truth seeker? You want to me to go. be a truth seeker? Pat. Patrick, you see that Jules is touching you. I step Patrick. I want to make sure Pat leaves before me. Very well. Patrick, do you exit the study? Um, so I exit the reading room at the at the study. Yeah, I leave. I'm not gonna take the stupid book. As Patrick stands in the entrance of the door, his head imperceptibly, only reason you would ever pick up on it is because of the amount of time you've spent with him, imperceptibly just looking to the direction of the Sussex manuscript before moving along. Miss Walker. I'll pause and turn my hand to indicate I'm listening, but I'm not going to turn around and look at her. In my enjoyment of the moment, I blurted out something rather unladylike. I do want you to understand from everything I have observed about you, you have a great deal of my respect. And the only reason I gave the warning that I did is because I would love for us to be on the same side of something. So you have my apologies. And that is all we may leave it at. Um, she'll probably see me open my mouth as if I'm going to reply. But then I'm not going to. I'm just going to leave. Okay. Do you also just bypass the Sussex manuscripts. Oh yeah, taking it right now would be a very bad idea. Yes, it would be. <laughs> but I also wanted to make sure I asked it before. Uh, no, she's clear. We, we are clearly uh, out of our depth with uh, her based on everything that uh, I know. However, I do think there's some evidence we can pass on to uh, Inspector Robertson. Excellent. Uh, all, all right, my okay. friends, you... I wanted, there was a question I wanted to ask, and I just could not think of a way to ask it that she would answer it. You got as, you, you got about as close as we possibly could have, I think, with your Peabody question. Good. Because I was just like, who are your friends? No. Um, what Lord are you what working Lord with? What Lord are you working with? No, like, no, she's <laughs> not, no. It is 
knocking on the door of 9.30 um, on this Sunday night of this very exhausting Sunday. Gosh. It seems as if the past few days have just taken months. <laughs> You're so funny. Aren't I? <laughs> At least two. At least two. You exit the embassy in its entirety. You see Joshua standing by the gate, looking nervously at the little, I want to call it a guard cubicle, because uh, I can't Now, just think for of... your effort, his name was Joseph. Is it the Sorry, new guy? sorry, sorry. Joseph, thank okay. you. Yes. Um, you see Joseph just looking concernedly at the guard station little guard station near the gate. Um, Mr. Paddy, um, and... Were you able to find your, your passport? Yes, thank you. Right, um... Did, did something happen in there to Bill? He's... He's not looking so good. Stay away from the paintings in the waiting room. They have a strange pattern to them. Alright, um... Very well. Good night. Right. Bill, Bill. <laughs> Joseph leaves you to your business. Um, I need to do something that uh, Pap, I'm hoping, won't notice. Okay. So this is going against his passive. Which is an 18, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this is a sleight of hand. Yep, you don't see it. Okay. I will just text you what it is. Fantastic. Um, About time of the month. Oh, I almost texted it to Soren. That would not have worked out. Never mind, just see what it is. It's from Dark of the Night. I need to pause for one brief moment, because my own parental things just popped up. Fiona just sent me a text saying that she cut her hair. In all honesty, that went way better than I thought it was going to. Oh, hardcore. And we're back. <laughs> um, having dealt with our... Parental. My parental <laughs> issues. Um, I think the moral of the story is lock up your scissors. Yes. Fiona's lost her, her scissor privileges. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, my friends. So, you have begun your trek back to... Uh, 17 Shopsbury Avenue in Soho. Unfortunately, um, the uh, carriages are very much, on a Sunday night at this point in time, are not very abundant. You may go ahead and roll a percentage die. Um, either one of you, both of you. Mm -hmm. 35. 75. 35-75, you had to get below 20 to have a carriage. You will be able to take the train for probably about uh, two-thirds of the journey. And that's only uh, tuppence each. Okay. Um, but uh, the remainder of the journey, which will probably amount to probably just shy of an hour on foot, um, will bring you home roughly around 10, 30, 11 at night. You, you, you appear to be chortling about something over there, Jules. Nothing, it's fine. Oh, she, she's putting the finger to the lip. She's getting inquisitive. 
Um, as you make your way down Shaftesbury Avenue, uh, you do a quick little head swivel just to see if there's any activity going on in the alley, on the lane, mm-hmm. and uh, tucked away across the street in the kind of half alley where uh, Butterfingers and uh, Spiker have the shoe, si- shoe shine stand. Um, you do see that the shoe shine stand has been kind of collapsed in on itself mm-hmm. a little bit, folded over, and uh, as you approach a little bit, your 18 in passive perception does pick up the Not sure how many more weeks they'll be able to successfully have this kind of overnight watch on Shaftesbury as it is going to start getting rather cold rather quickly. Mm-hmm. It's London, after all, in late September, nearly October. Um, 1899. 1899. <laughs> what is it? Versailles! 18... Yes! <laughs> 1789. 1789. Yeah. Um, was there any conversations that occurred during the traversing, or was it mostly in contemplative and uncomfortable silence? I'm contemplative and uncomfortable silence. Okay. If you want to start a conversation, then that's the wall you gotta get through. <laughs> Never seen any. Uh, I want to do Scottish. What? What? Bottle water. Bottle water. Bottle water. Never seen. Um... Oh, now I forgot what I was gonna say. It wasn't bottle water. No. Ah, never seen you um, baited like that before. Seems like there's something particular about this woman that's getting under your skin. If there is, I'd rather not speak of it. That's fair. As you approach the front door. Wait, so Butterfingers is there? He's just sleeping? Yep. You can hear him snoring in his little makeshift fort. Okay. Um, with a with the passive of 18, you do hear that there are mm-hmm. two sets of snores. So. Um, but as you approach the, the front door, Jules, as you reach out your hand towards it, it opens up, pulls inward. And you see Anne standing there, um, eyes wide, as she's looking at the two of you and going, Well, uh, I thought I heard someone coming on the stoop, and I'm quite happy to see that it is you too, instead of Robinson, or, or, or Jimmy's, or, or any number of the constabulatory that have continued to harass this door in the, in the absence I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, it, it seems like it's been almost every half hour, though. It's absolutely ridiculous. Well, they were just looking for us. Yes. Huh. If it makes you feel any better, though, they did say that it could wait until the morning. They were just rather pushy, as they wanted to uh, get your opinion on, on something. They said they have another sample. I don't quite know what that means, but 
I see that I may have unintentionally been the bearer of bad news. It's a little late for coffee and tea, perhaps, but, um, some warm milk, perhaps? We have to sleep, Pat. It has to wait. It can't wait. It has to. It can't. Last time it waited, it took us two days to catch up to it. I will reiterate once more, though, that they, they did say that it, 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 it could wait until the morning, but... Yes, um, that's Scotland Yard speaking. Don't listen to what they say. Don't listen to Scotland Yard. Oh, my. No, 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 no. He's in a bad mood. For good reason. We're both in a bad mood. Oh, thank you. This is very useful. I was half expecting you to uh, see it torn up or muddied as all, as all whatnot, but uh, it... It actually appears still in pristine condition, so thank you, Jules. Thank not, you. not that I meant that you would be careless with my belongings. I simply meant that you, you live a rather rambunctious no, life. So, okay. To be honest, I thought I was going to have to buy you a replacement, so hmm. happy, happy that. Um, Mr. Patrick, you've got a little dirt on your face all, all over. Yeah, dirt on your face. We need to stay in. It has to wait. Fine. I could make that warm milk. I have a couple yes, of thank you. biscuits uh, left over from... Biscuits would be lovely. Excellent. I'm just going to go in. I'm, I'm going to go past her and go up to my quarters. So, so, is, that, so is, that a no on the, is that a no on the warm milk? Yes, mm. I'll take it to him. Oh, fantastic. Um, Jules, actually, do you... Mind walking with me for just a brief moment while I prepare it. Excellent. Um, she leads you to the kitchen, where she uh, begins to, in the in the kettle, get the the milk, getting to that kind of that frothy uh, warmth. Uh, um, nice odor begins to permeate through the kitchen as she uh, takes off the uh, the uh, ceramic topper of the various biscuits that have been left over. Jules, what exactly happened to your last cleaning lady again? Oh, I think uh, I think just she was frightened off by the snake. All right. I just I'm. I'm rather fond of you and Mr. Patrick. I'm, I guess I, I guess I'm just... I'm madly concerned that all these late-night um, journeys and uh, the nature of your occupation, his occupation, I'm not in any danger here, am I? Nothing has happened to any of our staff. Correct. Right? No, they've all been either driven off because of Patrick's eccentricities or because of the uh, the snake. <laughs> You've had maybe four different cleaning ladies um, in the last five years. And London's a dangerous place. 
we work to try to make it a little bit safer? Hmm. As such, we tend to be targets sometimes. However, they don't target the help. Right. Yes. And should for any reason anyone ever ask you about working for us, you'll want to make sure to refer to me as Miss Walker, just in case. Oh, yes. Um. Not to me, just... No, of course, of course. Um. And Lord Shaftesbury was rather... He was very stringent on, on that end of things, that uh, any nature of what goes on here is to be kept under a tight lip. He's a severe man, but he's a warm man. As, as you well know. Uh. <laughs> there, there, there you are. I'll, um... There's a small tray of biscuits as well, and, uh... And what else is troubling you? Give me an insight check. Eleven. Eleven. Her expression becomes slightly unreadable. Mm-hmm. There's a touch of concern behind her eyes. Mm-hmm. <sighs> the last five years for me have been rushed hurried, frantic at times, and very goal-oriented. And to slow down, to be back here of all places. I am accustomed to pursuing my problems head-on. I am not so accustomed to waiting for the axe to fall, as it were. Goal-oriented? Yes. It's a very, very interesting choice of words. Ambition, perhaps? So you spent five years chasing a goal, and now you're working here. That either means that you couldn't obtain it, whatever it was, or you obtained it and found it wasn't worth obtaining. You see... She ruefully chuckles to herself for a few moments. Partially right on both counts, Jules. Partially right. Many goals over the last five years, but these many goals leading to a grand undertaking. 
and that has yet to be attained. But I'm in as good a place as any for it. Should you ever need help, feel free to ask. Give me one more insight check. Mm, this is sick. She smiles. And while there's a joy behind it, it is not the typical warmth that is affiliated with what you've come to know of Anne. Mm -hmm. And as she's looking at you, you can't tell if she's looking at you or if she's looking beyond you. Mm. She goes, That would certainly be something. Keep that in mind. I reserve the right to say no. But you can ask. <laughs> of course. Of course. And likewise, if you and Mr. Patrick ever require another set of eyes, no. I am more than just a mere chambermaid. Speaking of eyes, her blue ones. Yes. Have I seen them in another setting? Have you seen her blue eyes in another Oh, I, I see what you're driving at. Um, give me a history check. Uh, 15. Maybe you have. <laughs> you bum. Maybe you have. I are... just thought I'd check. Oh no, they are they are blue eyes. Cool. I will take up um, milk and biscuits. To Pat, who is looking very grumpy over there. Patrick, while this conversation is going on, walk me through your unwinding, your preparation, whether it be for bed or for the next day. Um, we'll... Definitely, um, um, figuring out some stuff with my gun. Um, I need to either make or get new bullets. I'm getting low, not terribly low. Probably, probably buy. So, okay, so I need to buy some new bullets. So I'm cleaning. Unless you're trying to do something special. I don't have anything really special. I don't think. Or maybe I'll go see if I can find some bullets. Um, clean my gun, um, getting stuff uh, together. And as I'm cleaning my gun, uh, I look and I see my pipe. And, you know, the stuff I used to clean my pipe. And I have a moment where I'm like, pick up my pipe and I'm gonna like dash it and I'm like mm, no I put it on the mantelpiece um 
and not particularly happy about the idea that there's more letters that are coming in. Are you... I'm sorry. I go wash my face and, you know, change into some... Gotcha. As you are looking in your looking glass, divesting yourself of Mr. Paddy, you not so much enter your mind palace as you do just a quick run-through of the events that transpired frequently, uh, just recently. And I want you to give me... Disadvantaged investigation check. Nine. With a nine, you cannot specifically recall in this. Ah, I'll tell you what this nine does. There was something about the papers, the sorted papers in the study. Not where the manuscript was, but in the study itself, when you had those few precious moments, when you were looking at the various writings and you came across those strange characters. You may now give me one more history check. Um, Is it beat a 10? No. Almost with a 10. 10 beat a no. 6. Something gnaws at your brain, but in your exhausted state and without it directly in front of you, you cannot grasp it. As you splash the basin water on your face, getting a cloth, you look up back into the mirror. What's staring back at you as you move your head is not your reflection. Instead, it is a if the missing link were between man and bird rather than man and ape, that might be what this figure appears to be. Hook nose. A series of small dagger-like teeth in a wide mouth. Red slit eyes staring off to the side as you move your head back and forth. Patches of skin still available, still visible around the eyes on the forehead right near the cheeks, but aside from that, sprouts of, of horrendously gore-filled feathers, as if growing them had been a recent and painful undertaking. You tilt your head to the left, it does the same. You raise one of your hands, and a 
five-fingered, blackened claw does the same. As you lean forward, looking deep, deep into the eyes. (laughs) A horrendous jaw unhinges and lashes against you at the glass. You stumble back. Give me a sanity check. 57. Good. You slump back, and as you look back into the looking glass, you are yourself once more. Uh, I have a thank you in the phone. Pat. Hmm. Have milk. Thank you. Give me another sleight of hand. Um. Patrick, with your passive perception of 18, as Jules is handing you milk, which you're using the other hand? Mm-hmm. Okay. As she's handing you the milk, you can't help but notice that the hand that is holding the tray, she is giving conscious thought to trying to not have it in your line of sight. Mm-hmm. You're right. You injured. No. Just holding her hand, strangely. Uh, yeah, just, just, um, it's just itchy. Mm-hmm. Probably something I touched. Mm-hmm. Amethyst and blue eyes <laughs> stare at each other in a moment of awkward, slightly distrusting atmosphere. Maybe it's my glove. I might just be agitated from the fabric. Fair enough. I trust you. Um, a little invisible dagger slams into <laughs> after. Um, I mean, yeah! And um, I think you're right, we should get some rest. Tomorrow's going to be another day. <laughs> he says with a very hefty air of resignation. All right. Is there anything left that you wish to accomplish on this very, very lengthy Sunday? Oh my gosh, it's been the longest day ever. What are three sessions on this Sunday? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Just before bed, I'm just No, gonna, I'm going to bed! Just before bed, I'm going to check the weird spot from the nasty mm-hmm. bird from last night. Give me a medicine check. Gross. Really? 13. With a 13, you do see that the small, discolored black spot on your chest. You could be wrong, but it seems to have grown just the teensy tiniest bit. Of course it has. Awesome. Um, I'll go upstairs and inspect my hand because um, I haven't had right. a good look at it myself. I just know that it was itchy and there were definitely some bumps. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's 
super serious or anything, but Jules is discouraged because here she is. She she really tried in mm -hmm. two instances, and this is the result. Yeah, her body had a, a physical an allergic rejection. reaction. Yeah, exactly. Jules, describe to me the layout of your room, in particular the windows. Should I be here for this? I'm sorry. Yep. Should, should I be here for this? Yeah, that's you secret. noticed it though. That was it. Oh, yeah, that was that was it. Okay. Yep. Um I, I appreciate you asking though. Um So her bed is okay. Oh, this is why we need the whiteboard. Mm -hmm. Um so her bed would be like Jim uh dry erase marker. I do. I do indeed. So I think the bedroom is probably right with the door there. Mm -hmm. Like her bed is here. Mm -hmm. The dresser here. I think there's probably one window here. Okay. And then um, roughly that big. That. Like uh, we're desk. talking like a Wendy ah. Darling style window. Like can does Jules use the window? Oh, I can she... totally get out of the window. Okay. It's not. Uh, it's not, it, it's a, a wee bit smaller than our windows upstairs. Okay, Like, gotcha. just one of the singular ones. So, like, I can get through it, but it's not like I can walk out of the window. Okay, gotcha. Good to know, good to know. Oh, great. Well, and where's Shadow? Uh. His nest. Shadow likes to curl up over here. I like it. All right. So, you enter your room, you have your... Inspection, disheartening. Mm-hmm. I'll just run some water over it. Let yep. Shadow lick it. <laughs> oh, please, you eat mice. Very nice. Anything else for you tonight, Jules? No. Okay. I'm feeling kind of sketchy after you asked me the window question. Maybe I just want to know the layout. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. I don't think so. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I'll just go to bed. Okay. Patrick, anything else for you? That's it. Rest takes you both. Yes. Jules. Uh-huh. You should give me a disadvantaged perception check. I'm oh. oh, sorry, should I not have taken a long rest? Well, I guess I don't really have anything that needs to reset. Uh, dis five. Five. That's <laughs> fascinating because that's exactly what this DC was. Are you serious? <laughs> yep, one hundred percent. So am I asleep? You are asleep. Okay. Yeah. What? What? Look at my cat. What? Okay, I'll like sit up. Okay. Give me another perception check. Not great. Eleven. Eleven. 
Why do I keep rolling you? You're failing me. With an 11, as you are sitting up, the dust of Morpheus still clinging to the sides of your eyes, making everything slightly blurred. You rub your palm across them. Shadow, what on earth? You follow Shadow's line of sight to the window. You slow your breathing so as not to have any exaggerated outward physical reaction. Okay. Either you are still asleep or there is someone standing on the sill of your window looking in. Okay. What do you do? Um, well, so I sat up. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, but they don't necessarily know that I've seen them. Um, so I'm going to say, All right, Shadow, I'll get you some milk. And I'm going to pick up my cat. She says it better than that. I'm sure she does. <laughs> I'm sure she does. But let's see if she does. <laughs> Um, give me. She did just wake up. Give me either a deception or a performance. Oh, that's definitely for a deception. That's what's, that's what's be happening. It's funny. Twenty-five. Use, it's funny when you use the baby dice because I see you have to like really lean in forward. Well, especially in this lighting. I knew it was either. A, I was like, is that a ninety-one or a sixteen? Oh, I'm tired. That's definitely a sixteen. Let's see, does my D20 go up to 91? That's how long uh, a day it's been for me. Um, the silhouette doesn't move. And for once again, for clarification, it is outside yeah, 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 your yeah. window looking in. I don't know if I was clear enough on that. No, that was clear or else I probably just would have stabbed it. Yeah. Um, okay. You're in my room! Uh, anyway, um, so I'm just going to go out um, and then wait. Okay. Um, I'm gonna hold my cat. Give me another perception check. Okay. Uh, that is super bad. Um, 15. Okay. You wait five, ten seconds before you hear a... So they're on the roof now. Um, it's snowy outside. Forgive me. It sounded like snow. I'm Is aware it, it sounded like snow. No, it's not snowing in oh. late September. My sound effect. It was good. Um, I'm going after I was them. there. Thank you. It was a frosty night. I'm going after Sure, it's them. frozen dew. I'm going on the roof. You're going on the roof? Absolutely. Get I up there. See, I had to see who this is. Okay. Blue eyes. So you are going to exit your own window? Yep. Okay. Uh, are you doing this stealthily, or are you rushing? How fast are they moving? How fast are those footsteps? They seem to be moving slowly and cautiously. Then I will also go slowly and cautiously. Give me stealth check. <clears throat> uh, that would be an 18. 18. Uh, 
Okay. Um, with an 18, you get to the window. You know exactly at what point the amount of pressure will make this squeak. Mm-hmm. You've done this many, many, many times. Mm-hmm. You get out. Now I'm going to have you roll because the, once again, the amount of times that you have gone out this window over the past five years is without number. Mm-hmm. You hook your fingers along the outward edge of the jutting rooftop of the window edge. Swing yourself around, push up, keeping as low to the roof as you possibly can. This is a little bit of a new experience for you mm-hmm. because... I usually go down. Exactly. And with an 18, you lose by one. Oh, you're kidding. Yep. I rolled a 12. She has a plus seven. Ugh. She! I know it's a she. You do know it's a she. I'm probably going to find out who it is. As you pull yourself up, you see, once again, Clud. Oh, man! Scarf. Is this the same person? Yep. Just stopping, creeping along the rooftop, trying to peek through whatever windows are around up here. And then they turn and see you pulling yourself slowly up onto the roof. Mm-mm. Are you serious? Rooftop chase! I'm chasing after this person again! Okay. Um, so, uh, because uh, you did not get the jump on them, they have a little bit of a of a lead, which does increase the DC to this chase. But, here we go. Chase numero dos! I love it. Oh my gosh. Round two, baby. Get I in do there. not see. Mr. DM let that slip. DM did let that slip. Okay. As you look up, you're able to notice feminine ankles. <laughs> right. Um, as uh, this uh, individual is running to the edge of 17 Shaftesbury Avenue, um, you're looking at what on earth, what on... They, they may have been able to clear some of those other jumps in various uh-huh. different uh, alleyways. But they're running straight towards the main lane right now. Uh-huh. No one could make a jump like that. Right. That's that's at least like thirty feet. Mm-hmm. And it's done so over like at an upwards angle. So you have no idea how on earth they're planning on doing this. When all of a sudden you see them start spinning uh what looks to be a really strange weighted dagger. Before. I'm gonna try to chuck a dagger to knock it off course. Do you? Ah, uh, I will oh, say. Oh no! I, I'm just in a shift. You I are in a bed. shift. I don't have any equipment. I will say that you have one knife. Oh that yeah, pulled, I would. That you have like under your pillow that you pulled up with your cat. I totally would. Yeah, I will say that you have one knife. You're what a kind DM you are. Yeah. And I totally would have a knife. Yep. Yeah. No, Jules is definitely the type to sleep with a knife. For sure. And if she saw a silhouette, she definitely would have grabbed absolutely, that Absolutely, I would have. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, so you see the figure <laughs> slam this uh, weighted dagger into uh, an outcropping on one of the neighboring houses before they leap out. And let's see how strong that toss was. This could end really poorly for them. Nope. Okay. <laughs> they jump out with this rope and begin to... 
swing down Seventeen Shaftesbury, uh, down Shaftesbury Avenue, so, into the main thoroughfare. So you were trying to do what? What I was trying to do yes. was to I was trying to knock her anchor. Okay. Off course, so it didn't anchor into anything. Okay, great. Go ahead and give me a. Uh, go ahead and uh, go ahead and give me a dagger throw. Um, let me just quickly see what the AC of that would be. Well, here. Do you want me to make it the AC of an item having to do requisite damage, or do you want me to make it a DC she's dexterity to, check? She's trying to. I don't think she's trying to damage the thing. She's just trying to throw it off course. I'm just trying to knock it off. I'm just trying to hit it. Trying to hit it while it's in while it's. So like so. Uh, so after Ar- Aragorn launched. versus uh, the Urukai dagger. dagger. Yeah. So it's <laughs> like in, I see her going. Except that would be if Aragorn was throwing, throwing his it. sword, yeah. trying to yeah, get yeah. it. Yeah. So I see her doing this, and then it's going to like launch onto something. So I'm trying to hit it before it can do that to knock it off, so it can't actually. Okay. Okay. If that's what you're going for. Or I guess I could just try to cut the rope. Do it, baby. Get in there. What are you doing? How sharp is my dagger? Um, okay. It's, it's a dagger. So, pretty sharp. I mean, I would, would it be sharp enough, rope. to my knowledge, to like cut rope at a throne? With, with the way that you are savvy with throwing knives, I would say, yeah. Okay, then I'm going to try to cut the rope instead. Okay. Okay. Before they've begun swinging from it, I imagine. You, well, that ideally, yes. Yes. Okay, great. I don't want them to plummet to their death. Yep. I just want to stop them from getting away from okay. me. Okay, so uh, what's your plus for daggers? Six. Okay. Okay. I'm going to write down a number. Okay. Oh. <laughs> That's just 14. Oh. Nope, sorry. <laughs> I'm still, uh... You're still groggy. Still sleepy. Not only that, but uh. you then had to, like, hoist yourself up super quick. Um, and but, you're in your shift. But I'll go and grab the rope. Great. So you... I'll probably, huck. for flavor, can yep. I, like, tear off part of my shift so that my hands aren't just rough on the thing? Totally. Just kind of, like, try to slide yep. down the rope. Um, so for clarification, it's less ziplining and more Tarzan. No, 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 but I'm still going to have to slide down the rope. You got it. You got it. Totally. Um... So as she... I'm just trying to get off the roof yep, as quickly exactly. as they did. So as your dagger goes <laughs> flying off into oblivion, you just got <laughs> tear off a little bit of your shift, running towards the rope. You grab onto it. It's a little How hot at this exact it, moment. How dark is it, by the way? Is uh, it's early morning? Mm, we'll call it... Like 5, 4? Uh, oh, definitely before 4. Like, it's still it's okay. still very much dark out. Okay, great, great, great. Because yep. I'm wearing my shift. Yep. Uh, and it is cold. <laughs> it's, uh, as you uh, try to slide down, uh, halfway as you're sliding down this rope, um, you see that it does throw off her balance. I might as well just use the pronoun now because I've already mm-hmm. goofed. So it uh, throws off her balance, and she kind of stumbles into the ground. She's got to do a dexterity saving throw. Oh, no, she's rolling really, really hot tonight. That's a 17 plus 7. So she hits the ground into like a little barrel and back up on her feet and just starting to run. Since the moment she let go of the rope, it changed the, the tension right. on it. You need to now give me a dexterity saving throw. Sure. Uh, DC 16. You're good? Boom. You're good? Okay, you are able to shift your own balance, uh, balance kind of doing a Quasimodo running along the, the wall of 17 Shaftesbury for a brief second before your uh, uh, Black Widow onto the ground, uh-huh. flip the hair up, and you're <laughs> taking off after her. Now, here's unfortunate. What else? This woman is in shoes that are specifically meant for 
fast chases. You are currently barefoot. I sure am. Yep, so you need to give me a disadvantaged athletics check. Wow, eight. Eight. Okay. Um, God, oh, these cobblestones are really painful in certain places. Like, you, you're, you're a dexterous individual, and cardio is no stranger to you, but your poor feetsies, they are, they are less accustomed to this kind of treatment. Um, they are starting to pull... They're starting to pull ahead. You see them duck down one of the alleys, but it is so... At this point in time, it's probably about 50 feet ahead of you, uh -huh. and it's a close cluster of of, alle of alleys. Um, there are three alleys there once you get to that intersection. Okay. You are not 100% sure which way she went down. Okay. So I do have three options. I'm writing down the one that she went down. Okay. So there's the first, the second, and the third. You may go ahead and give me a perception check, disadvantaged because of your light source. I dropped my die. Oh my gosh. Well, those were both garbage rolls. That was a, that's a five. You have no idea. You are Good luck. fired. Thanks. I'll go down number two. Soren, what number did I write down? That's a six. It's a two. I wrote, <gasps> I wrote Sweet! a six. <laughs> you, you butt. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, as you go, oh, please let this be the right one. As you duck down, you do see that uh, there are a couple of high uh, third-story windows that are dotting this alley. A couple of them do happen to have some lamplight going in them. Don't know who on earth would be reading at probably like 3 in the morning, but someone sure enough is, and it's enough that it casts a little bit of light in the alley that you see a shadow moving down the alley at top speed. And as you're looking up ahead, give me a quick history check. Check a. Oh my gosh! Four. Okay, so so far I think you have two successes and two failures. Um, I'm rolling so many fives. Yeah. It is outrageous. Uh, you're still groggy, even though the brisk early morning air is doing a quick job of waking you up. Um, you can't think of what alley you're in specifically right now, so uh -huh. you don't know which shortcut you could do to cut them off. So you just take off running, sprinting down them. Uh, as you're running down, though, you see that there's, like, some uh, rubbish bin tops. You see that there's, like, uh, refuse. Mm -hmm. um, and they are they are still starting to outstrip you. I am going to grab a trash can later as I run by. Okay. You got it? Great. I'm going to frisbee that thing. Okay, Captain America, go ahead. Give <laughs> me an attack roll with an improvised weapon. Please tell me that she's a monk. No, I'm not. I don't know what. I don't know. <laughs> Throws it back. <laughs> I don't know what I add I want her for to improvised to weapon here. Uh, you would just you just do a dex attack minus your proficiency, not minus just your proficiency, your... but you don't add your proficiency. So you'd roll a d twenty, add your dex. Gotcha. Okay, there it is. Oh, that's not awful. If I yep. roll okay. Come on. Their AC is sixteen. Roll okay. okay. At least it wasn't a five. Why? Why do you all hate me right now? Why? Did you warm them up? Hey! What's going on down They're there? Warm by now. As uh, a very uh, stop, thief! <laughs> what? Thief! Thief! Just taking this out. I can't do anything from the air. Well, you know how. Um, you get to, uh, you as you are approaching the end of the alley, uh, you go, do go, see go. that it's going to fork off. 
Um, and they this are time, not. This time it is. They are not six. lilting. They are not lilting one way or the other. Lilting. Not lilting. Yep, they're not trying to. They're not trying to steer one way or the other. They're this going. This is how the word straight. lilting is used. Not lilting. Okay. They are not. Thank you. They are not uh, diver, diverting their course one way or the other. It seems that they're running straight for the building that is directly at this uh, at this crossroads. Cool. Great. Climb the building. I'm up for it. Um, and they don't. Instead, they <laughs> dive through one of the lower windows. You have got to be kidding me. Can we just talk? <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> Do you dive through the window? No, I am not wearing anything protective, and I'm not wearing <laughs> shoes. I'm not pulling a diehard here. Tell you what, give me, uh, give me a persuasion check. Okay. We'll, we'll, call, we'll call this, we'll call this your hail mary. The DC is pretty darn high. Hail mary, mother grace. Oh, oh my gosh! It's a ten. I cannot roll above so that, a ten so right now to not, save that was my not life. The, that was not a, the twenty-two that was needed for that. But um, I could have done that. I know you could have done that. That's why I made it realistic. Uh. <laughs> Why'd you do that to yourself? Why did you torture yourself like that? I didn't think it would give me a natural 20. <laughs> you are so mad at me right now, Mr. Die. No! That's because we haven't played this for a while. Um. Can we just talk? Two, three. You hear the distant sound of breaking glass. Stop standing outside my window. It's creepy. You're creepy. I'm going home. <laughs> Dejectedly, you make your way back to 17 Shaftesbury. Patrick, why don't you give me a disadvantage perception <laughs> check? Nope, you were still nice and sound asleep for that. You make your way back to 17 Shaftesbury. I was just trying to prove that it could roll something above yes. a 10. Yep. It, it sure did. <laughs> Hi. Thank you. You're good. You're good, Katie. I'm going to look down at my very stained, gross shifts now. <laughs> and my feet, which are a little beat up. I'm going to go back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good chase. That was a good chase. <laughs> no, it was not! <laughs> I, li I liked your... I li hey, if you had been better prepared, better prepared, I'm putting heavy quotes around that because you were very much... Not supposed to be prepared for this because, you know, you chased her in a shift with a single dagger. Well, if I'd taken the time to put on my She'd stuff, she would have been, been gone. gone. She'd been gone. No, you made the right call. Don't hey, worry. I have something, though. She's feminine. She's a she. Emily knows that. I don't know. I'll let Jules do another perception check. How about that? You better redeem yourself right now. Oh, there it is. Twelve. Well, having seen the figure now a second time, the frame does suggest feminine. Yay! So you can go ahead and make that assumption for now. And then the DM's going to change the script. And just, no, I'm joking. That's what you did last time. What did I do last time? Change the script. 
How? Well, you know, I crack the case, and then I get there, and nothing's there. What? Get where? Nothing's where? Father Monahan's. He definitely cracks the case, dude. And then I got there, and nothing was there. I didn't change the script. Mm-hmm. That was just a built-in safety net, as it were. Mm-hmm. Anywho. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I know you are. You're just salty. Uh, Monday morning arrives. How late do y'all want to sleep in? Not. Yeah, we, we, we can't. We have to go to Scotland Yard. We're just okay. past 10 here, like for us. Mm-hmm. Yes. So actually, um, yeah, that was a very, that was a really anticlimactic uh, ending. I will say, uh, as the morning comes, what preparations are you taking and what thoughts do you have as to how you wish the day to look like? Um, thoughts are uh, Jules conversation saying never she's never seen me beta like that before and um as i'm getting dressed for the day i'm gonna go we were baited it was all a setup hmm. that makes me feel better actually i did just think of a good stopping point that's not too far away if you that's guys fine. okay excellent so I was just letting you know that we need a stopping. No, 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 no. That's that. That was an excellent suggestion. I have school tomorrow anyway, so. Right. Um, it, it was it was a setup. We were meant to be distracted from Scotland Yard, and this evidence. So whoever is pulling the strings is baiting us into this. So that's where I'm at. Very nice. Jules, cantankerous, a little cranky. Um. What are you, are, are you keeping this visitation to yourself, or are you no. going to, okay. Pat. 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 What? I have, like, a full kettle of coffee in my hand. I'm not <laughs> drinking a cup, I'm drinking, like, a whole kettle of coffee. Uh, so, remember the person that I chased on the roof? Um... Few nights. Mm-hmm. A few nights back. Well, they were at, they were outside my room in the wee hours of the morning. And I chased them again. And they got away. Again. But I'm pretty sure it's a woman. So there's that. There's that. Um, are my hats gone? I'm going to leave that up to you. Odds are evens. Evens. Okay. They are not gone. And furthermore, you do need to give me a constitution saving throw. Okay. Oh, why do I keep rolling you? Five. Uh, one more additional detail before you had your coffee. Mm-hmm. <coughs> yeah. So, will you be taking your laudanum? I will, uh, because we're pretty darn certain now that that's not what caused my episode, so... Mm-hmm. So I will take my laudanum. Okay. Uh, the, the, the teacup. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Excellent. Um, keeping that to yourself, or are you sharing that with Patrick as well? Uh, I'm not going to share it with him right at this moment. Gotcha. It, it's yeah. something that I will fill him in on through the course of the day. Well, no, I should probably tell him now. Uh, okay. What else? Um, it's, I'm, I'm not, it's not a good morning. Um, I was coughing, you know, blood like I do. And, uh, so I took my medicine. So I guess keep an eye out for me being strange, but I think we ruled that out. 
Yeah, but uh, if you don't break a constable's wrists, I suppose it'd be fine. Well, that would wouldn't yeah. Uh, and then let's see what else. Oh yeah. Um. I just uh. I touched Jimmy's on the shoulder yesterday to help him feel better, and then I touched you, and um, I guess my hand is having a reaction. So. I think that's it. You really need to get some more sleep. Oh, I'm going to just start chugging my coffee. Straight from the kettle. Yep. Um, Miss Pearson did prepare some tea for you, uh, which she uh, brings up with um, just uh, like uh, two uh, lightly fried eggs on uh, some toast. Um, and, uh, you see her rubbing her eyes while she's doing it. She's going, all right. Uh, mm, well, she's Scottish now. Right then. Um, okay, which, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm only your, your chambermaid. I'm, I'm just your housekeeper. I'm not, I'm not your nanny. Which one of you was on the roof last night? Uh, Me. That would be Miss Walker. Why? Because there was someone else on the roof last night. I'm going to have some of that. It's black. <laughs> Don't care. Great. Um, Off to uh, Scotland Yards with us. You exit. Uh, Butterfingers is starting to set up shop. He does a little tip of the cap. Um... Mm. Scrolling yard, stopped by a, a couple of times. Um, in case you didn't, in case you didn't know. Anyone else? Uh, yesterday. Um, to be to be all. I forget this. <laughs> Running across the street. <sighs> Sorry about that. Um, to be perfectly honest, there was a about a two-hour period where um, Spiker and I weren't at our posts. Um, Spiker was having a bit of an episode. I guess it's the best way of putting it. What kind of episode? She's sick. He looks over his shoulder to the stand where Spiker is still setting things up, clutching the hand of her new dolly while she does so. Mm -hmm. Well, no, she's not. She hasn't been sick in the past, sir, but, um. You ever had those, um, like those dreams and, like, you, you wake up but you think you're still in the dream? Mm hmm. Right. Spiker apparently dreamed that something was chasing her yesterday, and I don't know if you know it, but between the two of us, I'm I'm kind of the muscle, and she's she's the legs. She runs a lot faster than I do, mm -hmm. um, and she was convinced that I was like a giant bug of some sort. So that was less than ideal. Mm. So. I, I had to chase her all bit, all the way to Lambert, basically. Right. Oh, so you. sorry, sorry about that. Um, understandable, completely understandable. All right. Um, I, I'm going to talk to Old Jack and see if he can um, have a bit of a floater come by. Just, I, I think Spiker needs it. A little bit of rest. Maybe ways. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh. So I'll I'll, I'll be here and. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. Whatever. Well, have a good morning. Um, oh, Jules, you, you look really tired. You got like 
bags under you. Sorry, that was kind of rude. Um, right. <laughs> she just glared at Butterfingers. That's it. It was like. Sorry, sorry, sorry. And he goes back across the street. Um, hoofing it. Yeah. Hoofing it or carriage. Um, our carriage is out. How, how early is it? It's probably about eight thirty. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's go carriage. Yeah, let's go hoofing it. Carriage. Okay. Um, so that'll be uh, three pence. Okay. Um. I'll let you pick that up. I'm too grumpy. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You arrive, Scotland Yard, and uh, you see that uh, it is. Uh, I need to have the correct tab up. You see that it was the one that was with Jimmy's yesterday. It was. It's a uh, Constable uh, Winthrop Hayes. Agreed to. Uh, he's got this um, smattering of uh, of tan skin. A couple of rather like pockmarked scars on his cheek uh, could have been bit by a dog or a rat or some sort when he was younger hard to tell um, scraggly brown hair that uh, is attempt to be slicked back as he adjusts his helmet he greets you at the where, where is that where's that mark on his cheek yep on his cheek yep um uh, oh Mr. Patrick Miss Walker um Inspector Robinson is expecting you. Uh, stopped by yesterday, uh, trying to help out a little bit. Um, Jimmy's is uh, almost fully recovered. It was, well, you'll be happy to know, by the way, that um, Yakba took a look at it. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't a break. It was Good. just a just a fracture. So, Excellent. so he, he should be back to full mobility in just a couple of days. Thank you, Hayes. Of course. Um, that being said. Uh, Hmm. Just Matthews got some good news last night from his uncle, and you see Hayes gets this like annoyed grim expression. And consequently, he's even more unbearable than normal today. So uh, I, I, I would just steer clear if you can help it. Always try to. Of course, of course. Um. Inspector Robinson, dynamic inquiries here for you, sir. Thank you, Hayes. Uh, Patrick, Miss Walker, please come on in. Robinson. Well, and he slaps an envelope on his desk. So why did this one come here again? What? When did this come? This was waiting for us when we brought the good Father Monaghan, here. Okay. Came in with the post. Once again, though, no mark. No one knows where the hell it came from. We're being toyed with. I don't like it. I never I never liked being toyed with. Oh. Um, and she realizes well, she said that out loud. She kind of just... <laughs> she's kind of like loopy, grumpy, and she's yep. like, bring it in, bring it in, bring it in. Well, this is simple enough. Father Monaghan is in custody. And he's the one who led us on a merry chase when we brought him these to help us interpret in the first place. So, shall we see the good father? I will say this, Patrick. Um, 
as our prime suspect to the murders centered on these missives was already in our custody when this arrived. I am not saying that you have led us astray. That is not what I'm saying at all. I trust your opinion implicitly. I will say that... Doesn't look good. It does not look good. But it's you said post. it was waiting for you when you brought the father in. Trust me. I Trust me. I've already... Any, any of these diversions have already come to my mind, and... It is entirely possible that he could have had this waiting for us when we arrived. I will say that there are those who are above me who are not as willing to see beyond the easy answer. How is it willing to see beyond the easy How long does it take you to send a letter from, from when you put it in the post to when it gets delivered? Well, I suppose it depends on where the letter's going. So if it was fairly close, say St. Paul's, Depending on the time of day in which you were able to give it into the post, you'd probably be looking at half a day, maybe a full day. So it is entirely possible. Sent it, put it in the post Saturday. Could have. The some... only issue with that, of course, is that once again, it does not bear any of the official postage. He could have had it sent here after we left. After we or... left. Could be he 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 wanted to get arrested for some reason. Or whatever. Well, let's let's look at the letter. The saber, the saber is what we need to find. If we find the saber, we have the weapon, we have the means, we have the man. Everything else is circumstantial at this point in time. Well, should we look at this letter? Sure. Do you mind? Why do I even bother looking? I don't read Latin. Oh, probably, oh we probably brought it with us, though, because we knew we, we were knew coming it was, to Yeah, exactly. So, Ostium Mortis Repluter Olentibus in Sinu Tenere. For Ostium Mortis. Ostium Mortis Repluter Olentibus in Sinu I will also just straight up text you this later if you want it for you. Yeah. Pluris mors eum sequitur. Solus itor suum sesabit. Illum exquire in conspectu ubi primum oculus eus aperuit Elizabeth. Well. <sighs> I am. Take a long time going word by word. Oh, we could just go ask uh, Father Monan. As I said. Do you think he'd be willing to lend his expertise to Scotland Yard once again? Considering the last time that we relayed, relied on him, we ended up putting him in bars. I suppose I could hold him on means of obfuscation. If he has the knowledge and he doesn't use it, that's a separate charge I could hold him against. Excellent! Ask him! If he says yes, we have an answer. If he says no, I have another means of holding him for a little bit longer. Well, let's go speak to him. I'll leave it to you. I'd rather just take a nap if it's 
perfectly on a stain. Had a very long night once again. So go. Joel's not going to speak to him. Yeah. <laughs> to the holding cells. Mm -hmm. You make your way past the interrogation rooms, past another no name constable who is guarding the holding cell. You see two drunkards snoozing away in one of the corners. And in the other corner, on his knees, hands folded in prayer, Father Monaghan. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. For thine is the kingdom, and power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Father. Amen. And Jesus was greeted by Judas with a kiss. That's true. Why am I in here? Because he who lives by the sword dies by the sword, Father. So I'm to pay for the travesties I committed in Her Majesty's name? Mm. Father, why'd you do it? Why'd I do what? You're gonna throw the letter in between the bars of him. Oh. I see our friend has decided to write again. William, it's in your handwriting. It's your hand. <laughs> it's your ink. What bloody ink? Patrick, I'm thinking you're starting to spend a little too much time. Look through your Bible. The hand matches yours exactly. That red ink is the same ink you use to mark your texts. Not to mention the saber. Would explain uh, what's well, a murder weapon, we think. It's not, it's not my hand. <laughs> you've, you've, lost, you've both lost your minds. That's clearly not my handwriting. That's. Father. It's William. It's not, it's not mine. William. Listen. I think I may have brought you in contact with evil by having you translate the Sussex manuscript. Sorry. The Baron Fran. The, the, the Baron's. The Baron's book. Yes. It's I'm sorry. The, I, I, I had to hide it. Um. Can't, can't risk excommunication. It's can't. it's no longer in your rooms. Baroness has it. Baroness Bot. And who the bloody hell is Baroness Bot? I don't know, but she's involved Very with this somehow. Strange woman. No. The most Just, important you, thing. You don't think I did this, The most important thing right now, Just, is this. I took your confession. Where I don't is know what the saber? Think. 
Where is your it's saber? It's on my wall! No, it's not. It's, it's right, there. it's right, it's right it's next to the portrait wall. of my William. It's not on the wall. Your, your scriptures are no longer there. You've put them somewhere or someone ah. else put them somewhere. Father, <coughs> try to remember. Father? You start to see blood dripping out of his nose. Pat, what's happening? Medicine check. Uh, 14 medicine. From where you're standing, it's very difficult to ascertain. He seems to be having some sort of seizure. He's having some sort of fit. Uh, guards, we, we need some help here. Go back to bed, please. Get you gone! Help! Help! Um, Constable, what? What happened? I heard yelling. He's having a he's having a seizure. He's having a fit. He grabbed what? his arm. Quick! Uh, uh, I'm gonna go in and and uh, do some healing on him. Okay. Ooh! Another piece broken. broken it's okay. It's our, it's a uh, Draco's having a. Little skin problem. some. Little skin problem. some, yep. Okay. Uh, I'm going to. Um, so I'm not a doctor, but. And I'm going to. Oh, no, we gotta go soon. I'm gonna yep. give him a 1d8 plus 2 healing. 10. 10 points okay. of healing to him. Trying to. Okay, you start doing compressions mm -hmm. because he appears to not be breathing. Awesome. And. <laughs> he lurches up. Black splatter. Give me a dexterity saving throw. Awesome. Not before. Not great. That's a twelve. Just missed it. Oh. All in your face. Great. Black ichor. Pat, I'm gonna come and I'll just use my coat and I'm gonna try great. to get it off his face. Okay. Um, you succeed mostly. Father Monahan's, please. Well, it looks like, I think maybe you were right. I think something is possessing you, Father. I think it might have been your body, but not you. is empty and all the devils are here keep me here right. I have to stay here now Patrick, don't let this be my legacy. No. no, of course not. Father, you can still help. The life of a person who's involved in this missive might still be able to be saved. Right, right. 
I need glasses. Bring in spectacles, for God's sake. Uh, uh, what? You, we didn't have a spectacle. Any, any, any reading glasses will do. Um, doesn't take long before. Target Robinsons. Exactly. <laughs> Some are brought to him. And um, he opens it with shaking hands. How did I not see it before? Because he wouldn't let me see it. The door to death is filled by those who wish to keep it at bay. More death. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, go ahead. More death shall follow his. Time alone will stop its march. Seek him out in sight of where Elizabeth first opened her eyes. More death. Wait, seek him out. Seek him out in sight of where Elizabeth first opened her eyes. Shoves the letter back into your chest. He takes off the glasses. Gives them to the constable. And then he looks at the two drunkards still in the holding cell with him. And he looks... He looks to you, Jules. And he goes... as quietly as he can. There may come a time when I'm going to have to ask something terrible of you. He's too soft. do it when the time comes. If it comes. Please. I don't know that I can promise that, Father, but... He goes to... And he immediately pulls his hand back. understand if you want someone else to take your next confession. William, forgive me. Alice, Is there a last part after Elizabeth first opened her eyes? Nope, that's it. Okay. Okay. As the two of you turn to leave the cell, the sound of scraping feet becomes 
hurried and rushed. The gate closes. And you hear a <clears throat> You look behind you. You see Father Monaghan is pressed firmly against the bars. His nose and lips pursing through it. Staring directly into your eyes. Now that you're this close, you can see that the crystal sky blue has taken on this dulled, stormy gray, swallowing the cerulean skies of his eyes. What great works are penned by great men, eh, Patrick? <laughs> and with the echoing laughter permeating the halls final floor is yours. So, I guess what I'm wondering is what's possessing him? And is it possessing others? Because if it is, and it's all connected, then there could be any number of people behind all this. The idea that our killer could in multiple bodies makes it difficult to track him down. Well, perhaps it's that um, big mass I saw in, in the water when I tried to help you in the, in the morgue, remember? Yeah. I've seen it too. question of where Elizabeth first opened her eyes. The nature of this possession of a dear friend. The questionable baiting and supposed mercy of Baroness Bat. These questions revolving all around you, drawing in to the gravity of your own teetering sanity. These are all questions that must be answered. Lest ruin befall you, and perhaps all of victorious London. And this is where we will end tonight's episode of Dark Was the Night. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you had a spooky good time. I know I did. I love you guys. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram. And uh, thanks to our Patreon uh, supporters. Uh, AngstyCat67. And 
Cuts Anonymous. Oh, I gotta go be a dad again. Mm -hmm. All right, that's all for now. <laughs>